Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. We've got a lot to get to today, and let's get started, though. We're going to talk basically about previewing Arizona Basketball Media Day coming up tomorrow. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Yesterday, we talked a lot, and I mean a lot, about uh, Arizona football, the game against, uh, um, excuse me, the game against Oregon. Now, we're going to talk some Arizona basketball, and we are going to preview uh, PAC, or Arizona Media Day to see uh, everything that's going on right there. Now, first, um, I think people have people are wondering what should the expectations for this team be, and to me that's gonna, that's a fascinating question because I'm not quite sure of the answer to that. But there's a couple different things that uh, that we should look at first. Um, the one thing that I look at with this squad is who can be that player that can be that all have that all American type potential. Is there that player out there? And I think that's where it's going to be fascinating. Can we? Uh, um, can Arizona find that guy? I don't know that that guy is on the roster right now. Now, he could be on the roster, but Azulis Tabellis, you need to be an All-American caliber player. We've been over that. Obviously, no secrets whatsoever. But I think the question is, where should where should um, uh, that second guy come from? Is there that second guy out there? And I think that's why... Um, uh, and I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Now we're going to talk about those options to be that second player. First, um, I think you wonder who can be the um, who can Kirk Carissa be that guy? I would love to see it. Um, I don't know though that he's going to be that shooter. Um, that now, if he can be, you're sitting in really good shape right now because. Um, he certainly is going to have the ball in his hands a lot. I just don't know that he's going to be, um, you know, I don't know that he's going to be the shooter that he was necessarily cracked up to be. I think everybody would like to see him be that guy, but as we've seen before too, with him, when he gets a set, when he gets set, when he sets his feet, he's generally a pretty good shooter. But when he tries to get fairly, uh, when he tries to start making plays off the bounce, those shots generally don't go in. And again, that's, uh, you know, that's a little bit of an issue for him, but he makes pretty good. Uh, he makes pretty good, uh, uh, decisions with the ball. He can, he can pass. He can, like I said, he can do a lot of different things out there, but I also don't know that he is going to, um, be able to shoot in that 40% range from three point. What we're going to find that out. That's a big question, but one thing, though, and Tommy Lloyd has been very has been clairvoyant on this from day one. The one thing that Tommy Lloyd has said is that he has very little doubts about Kirk Creasa being able to shoot the ball. Um, now, does he? Uh, where you know, I guess the question that everybody has now, as we see, is where is where is that next guy at? Can it be Pella Larson? Because that's another player that is a huge that uh, Tommy Lloyd is a huge huge fan of. 
Um, what I wonder about with Larson is um, what kind of what what kind of wiggle does he have with the ball? Can he make plays off the dribble? I don't know that he can. Now, again, he might be able to, but I don't know that we've necessarily seen that he can do that. Um, those are the two guys that I think are the the likely candidates. And if you can, if you know, and if you can do that, then it becomes uh, then you've got a lot better team than I think a lot of people uh, would maybe think. But again, I don't know who who that's going to be. Pella Larson, though, is a, a player that um, Pella Larson. Pella Larson is a player that needs to be able to uh, at least step his game up to a certain extent. Um, now, um, where are we at? now when it comes to this game? Then um, I do wonder where Arizona, or excuse me, who who's that third guy? Who's that fourth guy? And I don't think anybody really knows that one yet. But again, those are the two guys that I think are the most obvious. Now, when it comes to Azulis Tabellis, Azulis has got to be that dude. Azulis has to be the player that is getting 18 and 9 pretty much every single game out there. Um, now, um, what does that mean exactly? Um, it's got to be an impactful 18 and 9 as well. That's where I think that's really where you're at. An impactful 18 and 9, not the 18 and 9 where you get like 20 and 10 against, you know, NAU, but then you get 6 and 9 against, uh, you know, against Oregon or a team like that. It's got to be impactful. And he's got to be able to play at an All American status. If he can play at an All American status, then I think Arizona is going to be in pretty good shape right there. Um, now, the rest of the squad, then, I think it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating because. The starting five are pretty much, I think, pretty much uh, uh, laid out right there. You're going to have – it's going to be Kirk Risa. Obviously, we talked about Pella Larson. Obviously, we talked about um, Azulis Tabellis. Who can be that next player then? I'm at the point where um, I'm very excited to see what Courtney Ramey can do. Courtney Ramey, the transfer from Texas, obviously has a lot of potential – uh, average 12, almost 12 and a half points per game as a junior. Um, can he push that into the 13, 14 point per game realm? I don't know. And I think a lot of people are obviously curious about if he can do that or not, because if he can do that, then Arizona's in a little, Arizona's in great shape. Um, but I also, uh, you also hear though, that he's probably not the greatest guy as far as being able to create off the bounce. That's where I think that it'll be fascinating. Um, now at those other spots though, you want, I want to see how Courtney Ramey uh, looks and I want to be able to just kind of see what the expectations for Courtney Ramey are. Tommy Lloyd talked about it after the red blue game that, you know, he's not worried about, uh, he's not worried at all about Courtney Ramey or his shooting. And Tommy Lloyd, as we've talked about before, certainly knows a thing or two when it comes to um, when it comes to players, when it comes to um, you know predictions. Because last year at this time, he said that that he knew what air, good basketball teams look like, and this was going to be a good basketball team. And he also knew that uh, Christian Coloco was going to be in contention for the Defensive Player of the Year in the conference. Lo and behold, all of those things came out to play. So. That's kind of where we're at at this point. Now, Umar Ballo. I'm just interested to see Umar Ballo up close because 
this is a guy that lost a ton of weight and he lost a ton of bad weight and he seems to be replacing it with good weight. Um, um, now where I, uh, where I'm fascinated by is can he improve his offensive game to the level where he becomes a real problem? Now he looked far more fluid offensively in the red blue game, but again, we've seen people in the red blue game where it doesn't really pan out into big, uh, into big picture. Now, excuse me. So that, that's a, that's something to certainly keep an eye on. Um, but he did look also like a player that was clearly the best big man on the team and looked like he could be a 28, 29 minute per game guy, something like that. But I'm curious to see what he looks like and what his the physical expectations for, are for him. And again, Tommy Lloyd has shown in the past that he definitely knows what he's talking about. So Umar Ballo, I think it has a lot of uh, – I think Umar Ballo um, has a lot of, uh, lot of potential there. Now, so that's kind of, that's your starting five right there. Again, Kirk Creasa, Courtney Ramey, Pella Larson, Azulis Tabellis, and uh, Umar Ballo. That's your, and that's a pretty darn good starting five. Now, I'm going to tell you really quickly about my solar nerd. Now, you might be saying to yourself, Mike, what exactly is that? Solar is obviously huge in, uh, solar is obviously huge in uh, all of the, um, you know, the southwestern states. And for a variety of very good reasons. First of all, it makes sense. Think about it this way. When you're, uh, how many times have you had somebody come up to you and say, hey, get solar, but it's out of state or it's more complicated? My Solar Nerds mission is very, very simple. It helps you get the best solar uh, system to fit your needs. The guys at mysolarnerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. They've been doing this for a while and understand what an edu an educated customer is a happy customer. There's no pressure approach. And here's where it gets better. Our listeners then will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for listeners and are, that are homeowners. Visit mysolarnerd.com and select locked on in the how did you hear about us section. Make the switch to mysolarnerd.com today and show locked on some love by letting them know who sent you. Okay. My solar nerd again, uh, everybody's saving money on solar. You should be saving money as well. Okay. Now, uh, as far as the bench goes, I'm curious to see just what these players do look like up close. And what I mean by that is what does Henry Visar look like? Henry Visar, the big man out of Europe, um, or excuse me, overseas, really broad, he, uh, he looked more physically put together, kind of like uh, Philip Borovichin, and then I thought, but I want to see him up close, and I want to see exactly what his expectations are. I'm fascinated to see that um, because, you know, he's coming in with a lot of hype, and there's certainly a lot of potential to him. I don't think that there's any doubt about that, but he's also looks significantly behind the uh, – looks significantly behind an Umar Ballo or an Azulis Tabellis, a player like that. Where does, uh, what is his role and where does he fit in? That's where I think a lot of people have kind of the questions about it. And I'm going to put Philip Borovichin in, in there as well. Philly B, same thing. Um, I got to admit, I was a little skeptical at first when, uh, when Borovichin in was uh, offered by Arizona, mainly because I watched, uh, when I watched his, uh, 
when I watched his tape, it looked very much like the Zabruder film type situations where, you know, you see it and you're like, all right. Um, yeah. Who are you really playing against there? But one thing that I did this, I probably minimized a little bit and I shouldn't have minimized was that Tommy Lloyd is one of the best evaluators of talent of international talent. And if it's good enough for him, then it's good enough for me. At least that's the way that it should be. But you watch Borovichinin, he's pretty well put together. And at the same time, um, he's got some skills. He's definitely no, uh, he's definitely not a stiff by any stretch of the imagination. So um, what can he do? I'm curious to see him as well. All right. Now, got to tell you about Simplisafe, though. That's a new sponsor here. And again, we're taking off like no other. Uh, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simplisafe um, and uh, to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simplisafe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simplisafe in my own home. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 247 professional monitored agents who always have your back. Here's why I love it. Um, and uh, there was a, a – I know a lot of people whose lives have definitely been uh, impacted in a good way by Simplisafe. It's a good protection mechanism. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplesafe.com. Locked on college. Save 20%. Uh, save 20% on your Simplisafe system when you sign up for an, uh, an interactive monitoring plan and you get your first month free. Visit simplesafe.com backslash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simplisafe. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, so we've talked about the, some of the newcomers, some of the overseas guys. Now, a couple of the other guys that I think are going to be fascinating to keep an eye on. Cedric Henderson, guy out of Campbell. As we know, um, Campbell obviously is a smaller university, but Henderson averaged about 15-4 and four there last year, and he looked pretty good doing it. Um you know, you watch him again, and I always bring this up. You watch his highlights against Duke, and he was making plays. He was, uh, you know, he looked like he belonged out there. He's a very, very talented. Uh, he's a very talented player. You watch him in the red blue, kind of a you know an adjustment period, but again, long, athletic, rangy, a lot to like about him. Um, what does that mean as far as on the field or on the court? I don't know, but I think a lot of people are probably going to be asking Tommy Lloyd about that. Because again, there was a lot of, he showed a lot of ability right there. He showed a lot of potential. Um, and that's also what you do when you, when you bring in a guy from Campbell at that stage, you want him to be able to step in. You want him to be able to step in and play immediately. And I think that's at least what the goal is for him. Now, uh, what is that? You know, who, how many minutes per game is that? Can he push Pella Larson for minutes? Can he, uh, what can what can he do there? And I think that's where people are, that's where it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Um, now, rounding out the roster, then you've got uh, you've got Dylan Anderson. I'm just curious, kind of like with a lot of these guys, I'm just curious to see Dylan Anderson up close. I'm curious to see what he looks like. How you know is he big? Is he broad shouldered? Has he put on some good muscle? That's the kind of stuff that you want to be able to see from him. Now, again, it certainly looked in the red-blue game like he had put on some good muscle, and I mean some really good muscle. Um, Tommy Lloyd has talked about 
the, you know, the confidence that he does have in uh, Dylan Anderson. And while I don't think Dylan Anderson is going to be a contributor this year, I think that moment's coming next year or, or the year after. Whatever the case may be, by year two or three, I think he's going to be a real player because he's he's big. He's been able to put on good weight. He moves up and down the court pretty well. His hands are decent. Um and while he's not a great athlete, he's a fluid enough athlete. And I never really worried about what some of the other people did about how, oh, you know, uh, you need uh, you need board or excuse me, you need a uh, um, he's roaming around the perimeter or whatever. I don't care about that in high school. Granted, you don't want to see it. But when Tommy Lloyd got here, once he got under Tommy Lloyd, Tommy Lloyd wasn't going to have Dylan Anderson calling the shots. Tommy Lloyd was going to be calling those shots. And that's the way it obviously should be. I'm very bullish on Dylan Anderson's future. I don't think that that future is going to be the present, but I do believe though, that it's going to be sooner than later. So again, keep an eye on him. And then the last one, Kylan Boswell, um, or excuse me, there's two other ones. Kylan Boswell, just how far along is he in his rehabilitation from his foot injury? Can he uh, get meaningful minutes this year? Is the goal just to make sure that he's good for next year. Um, what exactly is that right there? I don't really know the case. I don't really know what the, uh, what that situation is right there. But again, um, he's definitely been moving. Um, he's definitely going to be, uh, going in there and, um, you're hoping that by the, this time next year, he's ready to go and he's ready to play 30 minutes and he's ready to play some now. All right. Now, uh, the other guy too is Adama ball. Um, very fascinated to see what he can do because again, he's a pretty talented guy. He really is. He can, um, he's about six, five. He's younger. We've talked about that a great deal. He's younger and he can, um, while a lot of guys come in and they are older players or capped out ball. Isn't that ball is a younger dude. Um, again, fascinated to see exactly what he can do, but you could tell Tommy Lloyd has some big time expectations for him because of how he utilized him last year towards the end of the season on a team that was going to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. And Lloyd talked about how maybe he should have started getting him in a little bit earlier, but either way, big fan. One other thing too, that I'm a big fan of is built bar. All right. Built bar is uh, John Schuster. And I talk about it all the time. It tastes good. It tastes like candy, but it's got a lot of protein in it. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people dread their pre or their post workout. Uh, um, that's not the case when you have built bar, if you have built bar, um, you're going to enjoy that workout because you know what, it's going to be fun because you know that you're going to be chewing on something good at the end. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll wrap this up. Thanks for keeping it locked on wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. So that's what we're looking for for media day. Um, again, excited to see what, uh, tomorrow we'll be talking, everything we'll be talking about the observations, what everybody looked like, but there's a lot to look forward to with this team. There's a lot to like, and I'm, I'm excited again. I don't believe that it's a national title contender, but I do believe that it's a team that can probably squeak out, you know, be a top 15, top 20 team, something like that. Um, but there's certainly the capability, though, of being a very good team. I'm excited to see, again, basketball season's here. Football's here as well. We're on every day here at Locked On Wildcats. Again, this is where you want to be. We will be back with you tomorrow. As always, I um, really appreciate you all listening in. Again, can't wait for media day. We're going to have all the latest coverage from there. 
But you all have a great rest of your Tuesday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats.